Do you believe that there are certain pitfalls that small businesses fall into that trigger their failure? Can you imagine how good life could be if you were aware of these pitfalls and how to avoid them? How much better would your life be if only you could run a successful small business? We're going to tackle the topic, five reasons why small businesses fail, coming up in this next session. So stay tuned, it's coming up next. You're listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast with Vaughn Berkeley. Hello and welcome to another mind-altering contrarian podcast with your host Vaughn Berkeley. I'm an author, speaker, gangster gardener, president of CM Berkeley Media Group and co-publisher of Eternity Watch Magazine, a holistic lifestyle magazine. I am also passionate about helping empower people through life skills and contrarian knowledge. In today's episode, we are going to discuss the five reasons small businesses fail. Now, before we get into that, what is so special about small business owners? Well, first of all, small business owners are the fuel of the economy. And what do I mean by that? A small business owner working their business generates real benefit to the small local communities that they serve. Money spent in that business is recycled back into the community by that business owner. Next, a small business owner is comparable to a pioneer or an adventurer because they are following their dream, their passion. And if this is something similar to you, you know what I'm talking about. You know the feeling. It is going on your own personal journey to serve others and earn a living. It's a wonderful thing. Small business owners are also sort of the last resort for some people. It's for those who I would call the chronically unemployable. So if you can't work in an, in an environment with other people, like you find yourself being fired frequently from one job or the next, then becoming a small business owner may be actually what you are supposed to do. <laughs> ah, it's funny. But, you know, these reasons make small businesses and small business owners so essential to our local economy. And once our local economy prospers, it filters into the larger economy. Now, according to U.S. statistics, in 2009, over half a million people started a small business. In spite of the economic uncertainty of that year. And can you imagine if you don't have a job or you were laid off or you lost your work? What do you do? No job? Create your own. Create your own job. But here's the thing. 30% of all small businesses will fail in the first two years. And more 
will fail by the first five years. So if you want to be successful, you need to understand why small businesses fail. This is a deep topic, but I'm going to give you the five things that you will need to know that can help you in your small business journey. We'll take a brief break and be right back. Raw Vitality creates premium, gluten-free, organic, vegan snack food bites. For the creation of all our products, we soak our nuts and seeds to enhance and awaken the nutrients and enzymes. This soaking process also creates a creamier and richer flavor for our final finished products. Our sweet line of products consists of brownies with acai, macarons with maca, and goji sticks with goji berries and chia. Our savory line consists of flax quinoa crisps, perfect with your favorite dip made with real fresh vegetables, and also a line of vegan Parmesan shakers, all made with clean ingredients. We marry health and taste naturally. Look for Raw Vitality products in health food stores, Winners, and HomeSense, or order online at www.raw-vitality.com. With this, you can earn a higher salary, easily win new business, and be respected in your field. It's called authority, and there are two ways to achieve it. One is by working in your industry for years, even decades, hoping to get noticed while trying to stay ahead of the competition. The other takes less time, effort, and stress. A 90-day journey is where your authority starts. To learn more, visit cmberkeleymediagroup.com forward slash write your book in 90 days. I am Betty Lenora. I'm Monica Draper. I'm Dagmar Schoenrock. I am Dimitri Tsatoumas, and you are listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast. And welcome back. So, let's talk about reason number one why small businesses fail. The first reason is fear. That's right, you heard me, fear. Small business owners can sometimes be afflicted with fear. First, there's the fear of failing and looking like a complete idiot. Who isn't afraid of that? From that moment in school when you became self-aware and conscious of yourself and you had to do a big performance or you had to do something in front of a large group and you failed and felt embarrassed. Some entrepreneurs experience a high level of fear and concern about failing and looking bad to others. And this sometimes prevents a very good business idea whose time has come from being launched by the person that would have launched it because they let others influence them. Fear plus the opinion of others. The second fear that sometimes stops small businesses from succeeding is fear of risking it all. As an entrepreneur, remember I said earlier they're like pioneers, but some of them are willing to take a first step or a few steps, but they're not willing to go all in. They're not willing to give it their 110, 150%. They're not willing to go all the way. They're only willing to do 20%, 30%, or 40%. And what happens with that is 
it dooms the business to failure because you never get enough momentum. You never get, you're not giving your all, so you're not getting all that you should. The next fear is fear of going broke. Now there's always a concern that you may lose your money with any venture that you're in. And as a business owner, as a small business owner, you have to take into account there is a risk. However, you do things which try to mitigate the risk. And some small businesses fail because the business owner becomes paralyzed with this fear without thinking of ways to mitigate the risk and the business goes under. And the fourth fear that sometimes causes a business to fail is fear of success. That's where the owner of the company is afraid or key members are afraid of what might happen with success and they think that they can't possibly accommodate success and therefore they scale down. The business fails because they won't deal with that fear and that uncertainty. Now sometimes with these fears what we will see is a failure to launch even after all the prep work has been done. So in some cases, you do the groundwork, you do the prep work, you start doing what needs to be done for the business and just at the point, at the starting line to hit go and start running, the business owner turns and walks away from it. That is a failure to launch and that happens because of fear. The second outcome of these types of fears manipulating your life is a failure to shift into second gear when the time comes. A business must go through cycles. It must start as a, let's use a seedling as an example. First there's a seed, the seed germinates, then it starts to push down roots and push up the stem and then it begins to grow. Sometimes the business owner is paralyzed with fear and does not push into second gear when the time is right and the opportunity is lost because they did not seize that opportunity to take massive action and experience massive growth. The third outcome that can happen because of fear is a failure to seek help from qualified resources and that's from those that are capable of helping that person to mitigate some of the risks and to anticipate more of the rewards so the person walks away because they did not seek help. Now, here's a story that comes to mind uh, that demonstrates failure and it also demonstrates the correct outcome. Now here it goes. It's a story about IBM and everybody knows IBM. But back in the days when IBM was founded way, way many years ago, uh, it was founded and then there's the founder, the founder's son and then the founder's grandson. Founder's grandson had a vice president involved with IBM. And the vice president was involved in this major development project. And it so happens that the project after costing lots and lots of money failed. And it cost several millions of dollars. That's a lot of money. And so this 
vice president knew that the grandson of the the great the grandson of the founder was going to call him into the office for a meeting and so the vp typed up his resignation letter put it inside his coat pocket and headed off to the meeting with the grandson of the founder and in the meeting he started to apologize for this catastrophic failure this this huge embarrassment of a project and he knew that the grandson could be a very tough guy if he had to be and he told him you know i have my resignation right here in my pocket i'm ready to give it to you because this i've cost you so much money and it's 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 a failure and the grandson turns to this vp and says why would i fire you i've already invested several millions of dollars in your education you're my most expensive asset <laughs> and so that vp relieved and grateful went on to do really innovative stuff for ibm now this drives a point home i hope you get it failure is not a bad thing if you can learn with it it's an investment in your education so the cure and the, along with this failure comes fear right fear of the outcome fear of looking like a failure fear of shame of failing all these things to get rid of this first this is only the first reason and to get rid of it you need to have inside of you a spirit of faith that can defeat the spirit of fear and the spirit of faith is a belief in yourself that you have the ability to do what you can do and you have a purpose which is aligned in doing what you're supposed to do okay so you've got to get that now the second reason small businesses fail is poor planning and you know there is a saying if you fail to prepare then you have prepared to fail so how does a small business fail well they don't have a business plan so no thought has been given to the management team of the business no thought has been given to the break even analysis no thought has been given to things of this nature that are necessary for a business to succeed and that's how you can get a business failing there's also no exit strategy you have to know the point at which the ship is sinking so that you know when to abandon ship there's no lifeboat there so in the business the owner hasn't given enough thought to this is when the ship is going down and this is my lifeboat to get out i'll lose a lot i'll lose my ship but i'll still have myself and my lifeboat to keep going again that's why businesses fail it becomes catastrophic at that point because of no planning there is no way to recover or it's very difficult to recover from that we'll take a brief break and be right back want a highly qualified medical professional best-selling author and magazine publisher as your personal health and wellness coach This exclusive opportunity is only for highly motivated, success-driven individuals. Jenny Berkeley's been on TV, radio, and met a head of state. She's very selective of her clients. To complete an application for consideration, 
Go to http colon slash slash www.eatingforeternity.org slash working dash with dash Jenny. With this, you can earn a higher salary, easily win new business, and be respected in your field. It's called authority. And there are two ways to achieve it. One is by working in your industry for years, even decades, hoping to get noticed while trying to stay ahead of the competition. The other takes less time, effort, and stress. A 90-day journey is where your authority starts. To learn more, visit cmberkeleymediagroup.com forward slash write your book in 90 days. I'm Richard Louchin, and you're listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast. And welcome back. So before the break, we covered two reasons why small businesses fail. So now let's get on to reason number three. Reason number three small businesses fail is they take their eyes off the money. And what do I mean by that? Well, if you go into an expensive business, example selling designer clothes or jewelry, then you've got to really watch what things are costing you. Because to get into the expensive uh, niche is going to take a lot of startup capital. And if you did not plan it properly, you may find yourself in too deep to be able to even launch your business properly. The other thing is, they believe that losing money for six months to a year is good. And what do I mean by that? They've heard some business guru or some um, buddy who isn't running a successful business tell them that it's all right. You can lose money for the first year. Expect to lose money for the first year or the first 24 months. And a small business owner might believe that person. And so they go into their business expecting to lose money for the first year or the first 24 months. And this is one of the reasons why they would fail because they're just letting that money slip away. What you've got to do is you've got to treat your business as though it were a food bank and you were a starving person. Your business has to feed you every day. If your business isn't making you enough money to buy some food for you to eat at the end of the day, your business is killing you instead of helping you. Could you go six months with no food? Could you go one year or 24 months without food? No. So why would you expect your business to lose money for six months or lose money for 12 months or lose money for 24 months? It's just unthinkable to me to structure a business like that with that expectation going in. So if you're starting it, if you already have a job and you're starting your business as a side business, then you've got to make sure that your business is making money from day one. Otherwise, it's taking money out of your core business that you're involved with. Now, what if you're unemployed, you don't have a job, and you actually need your business to feed you? Then that puts it into an excellent perspective for you because you know your business is your meal. It's got to pay for itself because you can't keep pumping money into it at all because you, you will starve in order that your business will die slowly if you go in with that mindset. So you've got to 
make sure that you don't ever follow that advice. If you haven't looked at your business properly to see that you can start making money very early on, because you may, let's say you have rent to pay that's due monthly, then that's your first target. Your business has to make some money for the month to help with your rent. Or you've got to eat and your business has to feed you. If you're not doing that, revisit the idea and what you plan to do. Start from the ground up and rebuild what your, your concept of what you want your business to be. The next reason why small businesses fail is because there is a lack of knowledge within the business. There's holes in the business knowledge that is essential for business success. So for example, no idea who your customer is or no idea if the customer base is large enough. These two things alone will impact how well your business can succeed. If a small business owner doesn't know who the customer is, how can the small business owner serve that customer properly? And you can't have a generic idea, general, um, maybe the person is somebody that lives in Toronto. No, 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 that doesn't work. Your business solution has to have somebody with a desire or problem that you're trying to solve or fulfill. So somebody in Toronto is too vague. You've got to focus, narrow down your understanding of who your customer base is. And let's say you've discovered, thought about it, and you've narrowed down your customer base to all the people in Toronto that have a green stripe in their hair and that wear yellow ribbons. The problem is there's only two people in Toronto that does that. Well then, you don't have a large enough customer base to support your business because how on earth are you going to make enough money to feed yourself and grow your business with just two customers in Toronto? Now the exception is if your product is a very high-end product that those two people with green stripes and yellow ribbon in their hair would buy. But if it's not, if it's an average price product, then you've got to grow, go wider. You've got to cast the net wider to get as many people as possible. Don't narrow where you will be searching for your business opportunity. Now, here's an example of a company that didn't understand what business they were in and what was going on with their customer base and around them. Everybody knows about cars now. But back when cars were just being invented and introduced onto the road, what was the form of transportation people use? It was the carriage, the horse and carriage or the horse and buggy. That's what people use. And what did people use to get the horses moving? A buggy whip. If you were a business owner during that time and you owned a buggy whip company, you would look around and you would see everybody is driving with their horse and buggy, their carriages. And your buggy whip sales would be at a plateau because everybody who's using it has a, a, a buggy whip that they use to help move the horse along, whatnot. Everybody has the buggy whip. And sales of the buggy whip is good. Now, you see one or two wealthy people driving this horseless carriage. And it's noisy and it sputters sometimes. And it looks like an odd looking 
contraption. But what do you do? Do you just ignore it and say, well, that's it. I'm just going to continue with my horse and buggy because that thing will never take off. If you were a business owner that thought like that, then within a few years, when the price of the automobile went down, when the production processes became more efficient, you would have been out of business because nobody would be buying your buggy whips. And so it is with the small business owner that has a business that is failing. You fail to understand your customer base and how they are changing in their needs, right? Once you have an established customer base, you've got to figure out how their needs are growing, what is happening. And once you do that, you're able to continue to grow your business. And if you don't, that will lead to one of the reasons why you will fail. We'll take a brief break and be right back. Have you checked out Canada's hottest magazine for those interested in the plant-based diet and lifestyle? It stands out from all the others in Toronto. Filled with heart, every author is handpicked for that specific issue. Started by Jenny Berkeley, a nurse of over 24 years, a certified holistic nutritionist, a best-selling author of five books, the magazine is the source for plant-based living. Before you rush off to eternitywatchmagazine.com, listen to these reader testimonials. I really enjoy your magazine. Of all the free magazines that are on the market, I find by far yours is the best. It's superior um, reporting, and it's, it's just very good. About a year ago, I picked up this magazine from a Buddha um, cafe at St. Lawrence Market. I was sort of on the journey, and I'm curious about you know, going vegan and maybe um, eliminating animal products in my life. But um, it was really when, um, when I picked up this magazine and found out more about Safe, and I connected with other vegans, and also had the chance to attend vigils and learn more about um, the benefits, about the different benefits um, of uh, going vegan, and also uh, the suffering of the animals and the treatment of animals. On that. Our factory farms has a lot of help that really solidified uh, my journey and also um, made me realize that that was the right decision and I felt more, a lot more confident in um, going vegan and I'm going to back. It's the best decision I've ever made in my life. Grab your copy of Eternity Watch on the iTunes iPad store or at www.eternitywatchmagazine.com. You are listening to the Berkeley Life Biz podcast. And welcome back. So the last reason why small businesses fail, reason number five is they suffer from a brand snafu, which is a brand situation that is all messed up. Now here's what we mean. First of all, their brand conveys mixed signals to the customer. So they may have a logo that is unpronounceable or something that does not clearly identify who they are and what they do. They may have a Me Too product or service which has no differentiation between the others already on the market. They may suffer from brand invisibility where nobody knows what's the brand and what's it about. Now, this reminds me of a certain artist from the 
70s and 80s and early 90s. His name is Prince. And if you're old enough, you know him. He was very popular. And Prince, when people said the name Prince, you knew who the artist was. Somewhere in his career, he decided to change his name, his stage name. So instead of being called Prince, he changed that name to some kind of symbol. Now here's what happened with his brand. People knew who Prince was. His brand was very strong. But then he changed it to a symbol and people knew he changed it to a symbol. But it created a lot of confusion even in just speaking about him. Because people would say, the, the artist whose name is now some unpronounceable symbol or the artist formerly known as Prince. Now, the artist formerly known as Prince is not a positive phrase to represent your brand. It should be what the new brand is, right? So love or uh, prosperity or whatever, right? But the artist formerly known as Prince is not a positive sort of brand because it, it tells the minor why is he no longer Prince? What's wrong with Prince? Prince is a nice brand. And so if you're running your small business, make sure your brand is not something confusing. It must be something that is really crystal clear for your customers. Well, you may say, well, Vaughn, you know, what about companies like Nike? They have a swoosh. And everybody knows the swoosh. When they see it, they know it's Nike. And my response to you is, yes, they do. Their brand is very strong, built over several decades and at a cost of several hundreds of millions of dollars. Do you have that time and money to invest in building your brand? If you don't, because you're running a small business, you must make your brand as crystal clear as possible because you don't have the budget and you don't have the time. Customers or potential customers must understand your brand on the spot. This is one reason why a small business might fail. All right, so we've covered five reasons why small businesses fail today in this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for attending. I hope you can implement some of these ideas in your own business and avoid the pitfalls. As always, go to our website, cmberkeleymediagroup.com to access additional resources and other items that are available for sale and download on the site. Thank you for listening. Continue to learn and grow. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Berkeley Life Biz Podcast with Vaughn Berkeley. Join us again for another life-changing podcast or visit us on the web 